All right, news roundup information overload hour, 800-941-SEAN. Toll-free telephone number is a phenomenon now in the world of books that's unfolding right before our eyes, and that is the great success of the great one, Mark Levin's book, American Marxism. And, I, you know, every time we put Mark on, we could maybe get like half of 1% of, of what is in this very... Uh, very profound book for the moment that we're now living through. I mean, how, how sad that we now have the price of a gallon of gasoline up a dollar thirty a gallon per person. Every gallon you buy, that's a huge tax increase. That's unnecessary. How embarrassing America is now begging OPEC to boost oil production because of the rising prices of the lifeblood of our economy, which is energy, oil, gas, and and coal. And that we finally re- achieved energy independence. We, we weren't importing a single barrel of oil, not one from uh, Saudi Arabia or OPEC by the time Donald Trump left office. Not one. You see the catastrophe that is our border. Do you think it's a coincidence that as soon as Trump and his immigration policy were on the way out and Biden and his stated policy were on the way in, this historic surge at the border started? Well, First of all, one of the things I think is important is we've seen surges before. Surges tend to respond to hope. And there was a significant hope for a more humane policy after four years of you know, pent-up demand. So I don't know whether I would call that a coincidence, but I certainly think that the idea that a more humane policy would be in place may have driven people to make that decision but perhaps more importantly it definitely drove smugglers to express disinformation to spread disinformation about what was now possible and we know that if if the change in administrations brought hope then from your perspective is this surge good I don't think that's what I just said. I think it's a reflection of how migrants feel at a particular time. I think what we are doing is making sure that we respond to that hope for people who need protection. We respond to that hope in a way that their cases can be adjudicated more quickly. But I don't think anybody would say that coming to the United States in an irregular fashion is a good thing. You see the catastrophe and the impact of inflation now at a you know, 20 year high. So if you've been to the supermarket recently, you know it's costing more to buy just the basic items to feed your family. Food prices are are rising in a lot of parts of the country. A New York grocery chain reporting spikes in prices of meat and chicken and produce and seafood. In April, consumer prices rose at a rate not seen since 2008. That's according to the Consumer Price Index report released today. Let's bring in now CNN's Vanessa Yurkiewicz. Vanessa, so explain to, to everyone what's causing this price increase and what is seeing the biggest jumps. Yeah, and as you mentioned, just about every American consumer product is up right now in price, including food, specifically produce. Here at Morton Williams in New York City, they're seeing a lot of price increases, including lettuce, boxes of lettuce they used to buy for about $20 a box. Now they're buying for about $30 a box. Also, filet mignon. They were buying for $11 a pound. Now they're buying for $17 a pound. Also, strawberries. They're buying for 5 to $6 a, a basket right here. Uh, and this is about double what it was last year. And each of these prices are getting passed down to the consumer. We see the labor shortages all around the country. 
You see now Democrats, you know, six point what three trillion dollars in in new green deal spending and and they change the meaning of words from infrastructure, meaning roads, bridges and tunnels. And that means, oh, no, it's human infrastructure. Uh, We obviously think it is important for us to think about infrastructure in the 21st century uh, sort of way, uh, we we don't just want to to have infrastructure be defined by the the normal standards of roads and and bridges and uh, pipes, um, but uh, you know infrastructure that 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 addresses our climate crisis, infrastructure um, when it comes to addressing broadband, infrastructure when it comes to addressing our healthcare infrastructure. Um, the school buildings, housing, and uh, and all of those other things. Can you honestly call this a focus on building roads and bridges? I think it's important that we upgrade our definition of infrastructure, one that meets the needs of a 21st century economy. And that means we need to be funding and incentivizing those structures that allow us to maximize our economic activity. Oh, free childcare, free daycare, uh, free early education, free college, everything is free. Everything's free. Free government healthy food. Guaranteed retirement from the same people that can't keep your town and city safe and secure. The same people that bankrupted Social Security and Medicare. The same people that promised you'd keep your doctor, your care, and your, your you'd save your plan and you'd save money. The same people. Now they're promising you the world and some are believing it beyond the fact that we can't afford it. You see an explosion of COVID because of open borders. We'll have the highest influx of illegal immigrants in the middle of a pandemic, up to 20% positivity for COVID uh, for people coming into the country. We have a GAO report from February, 2021, over 7,000 of the Border Patrol's employees reported being infected with COVID-19, 24 have died. They have a whopping 35% of all Border Patrol agents infected by COVID-19. Does that surprise you? And do you want me to talk about the disaster that is now Afghanistan as the Taliban is now taking over again? Do we want to talk about the disaster that is Russia that gets a waiver for a pipeline while Joe shuts down high-paying career jobs on the Keystone XL pipeline? Should we talk about the, you know, rewarding Vladimir Putin with a summit after Russians are hacking you know, our electric grid and and our food supplies and and other hacks that are happening here, there and everywhere. Does it surprise you Biden's pressuring the South Koreans to hand over seven billion dollars to the Iranian mullahs that chant uh, death to America? Does it worry you that Russia and China are now providing funding and weaponry to Iran so they can fight their proxy wars in the Middle East? Does it surprise you at all that China is lecturing America on human rights and anchorage? Or that China is dictating to America whether we can or cannot. We need their permission to land one of our military planes in our allied country of Taiwan. Or that China is now openly threatening U.S. military bases and the bases that we have in in Japan and partnerships we have with other allies. Because that's all happening. And it's now only month seven. The book is called American Marxism. Now, here's the remarkable thing about the book. Mark, this book is seven chapters. My favorite chapter is chapter seven. Chapter seven is over 10,000 words. We choose liberty. We choose freedom, in other words. And that's the solution. 
Chapter 6 builds the case of how this country now is in probably the, the, the biggest hole we have ever dug in modern history. And if we don't set the ship right, if we don't become a constitutional republic once again, as Levin has once very wisely said, we're in a post-constitutional America, we now risk, you know, the, the, the cause of liberty and freedom and capitalism, the things that we cherish, constitutional government, and losing it for all future generations, their inheritance. Mark Levin's book now is outselling the next 15 to 20 books combined. That's how popular this book has now become. Number one on Amazon.com today. It's in bookstores everywhere. If you haven't gotten your copy, please get it. If you've gotten a copy, please share it with a friend. The great one, Mark Levin, is with us. Sir, how are you? I'm great, Sean, and thank you for that. And um, the first six chapters are equally critical. The first six chapters lay out the case about where all these Marxist movements that now surround us and are choking us off, where they come from who the scholars are behind them, who the activists are behind them. Because when you confront an enemy, and these are our enemies now, you have to understand who they are in order to have the proper strategies and tactics. Uh, and when you watch 19 Republicans in the Senate who fold like a cheap bridge table in the face of this Marxist movement, it is disgusting and appalling. We're going to have to rely on ourselves, we the people. The Reagan Revolution, the Tea Party Revolution, the Gingrich Revolution, the Trump Revolution, this has to be a renewal of the American Revolution. We have less freedom today. I was thinking about this. We have less freedom today, Sean Hannity, than we had in the lead-up to the Revolutionary War. The mass of taxes, the redistribution of wealth, uh, we have no say in what Congress is doing in massive omnibus bills that are filled with things that are going to change our lives, are going to change the educational system for our children, that are going to change the demographics of the country. They're loading it up and passing it through a phony budget bill with 50 Democrats, 50. They don't even have a mandate for these things. We've reached a point in this country, Sean, where the Democrats, if they have a majority, they claim a mandate. And if they don't win, they claim a mandate anyway, and they operate through the permanent government. So they never lose, and we never win. And so what I'm explaining in this book is, what I'm hoping is information. If you have kids going off to college today, I want to strongly encourage you to give them a copy of American Marxism to put under their arm so when they're being indoctrinated through textbooks and Marxist tenured professors, they have a response. Same with high school critical race theory. I live in Loudoun County where last night they rammed through a transgender agenda the wealthiest county in America, they ran through a transgender agenda that starts in elementary school. When you look at what's going on in the border, we've talked about this a lot. It's not just that they want to change the demographics of the country. They do. But they believe, like the critical race theory uh, uh, maniacs, that the quote-unquote white people in this country are the real illegal aliens. They came here from Europe. They conquered this area. Uh, the United States is a... Um, is not a legitimate country. We are the illegal aliens, anybody who is a citizen. And by the way, if you're black or Hispanic and you think this is all bunk, that you're not down for this so-called revolution, they blow you off as white, too, that you've been conquered, that your mindset is a white-dominant mindset. If they succeed, if they succeed in pushing through this bill, it will turn the Constitution on its head. There will be very little left. 
They oppose free speech. They oppose academic freedom. They oppose enforcing existing laws. Joe Biden violates a Supreme Court decision, a Supreme Court decision that says, no, the CDC doesn't have the power to waive rents for individuals, and he doesn't care. Joe Biden is on a, is on a mad push. He, Joe Biden is a chameleon. Uh, Joe Biden will do anything. He was once a segregationist in 1994. He was tough on law, a law and order guy, and now he is what he is, which is a disaster. Um, and so this is the problem. This I've been calling it this. Is it American Marxism? There's a poll out now. Fox has been uh, putting it out today that uh, 59% of registered Democrats are uh, have a positive view of socialism. 59%. Our colleges are killing us. They're killing us financially in Washington, D.C., and we have no say. We pay for everything. You know, in this bill, this $3.5 trillion bill, that's a $5.5 trillion bill, they want to add 40,000 IRS agents and turn them loose on us. 40,000 IRS agents. He's going to raise taxes massively on the middle class. If you pass away and you own a farm or a home over a million dollars, it is very unlikely your kids or grandkids are going to be able to keep it, even though you've already paid taxes on this. He's going to destroy Medicare and Medicaid by expanding the benefits and by expanding who gets benefits, even though the trustee said Medicare is going bankrupt in two to four years. We've never seen anything so reckless. You'd think the red Chinese are a danger. They sure are. The greatest danger we face today is the Democrat Party, the media, academia, and the bureaucracy. They've all teamed up to devour our liberties and to devour this society. I pray, I do. Sean, let me be blunt. You and I are wealthy enough that if we write a book, we don't write it to make money. We write it to push a mission, right? The hardest way for Sean Hannity and me to make a buck is through a book. So I see people say, oh, you're doing this to make a buck. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm doing this because I love this country. I have kids and I have grandkids. I could hang it up tomorrow and I'd be perfectly fine. The message in this book is the mission I am on. It's the most important book I've ever written. It's the longest book I've ever written. And it, to me, Thomas Paine had his day with the American Crisis pamphlet. I am hoping that American Marxism will have the same effect on our fellow citizens. That's the goal. All right, quick break. More with the great one, Mark Levin, his book, American Marxism. It's up on Amazon.com, Hannity.com, bookstores all across the country. It's outselling the next 20 books uh, combined, the next 20 bestsellers. Uh, and if you haven't gotten your copy, please get one. Quick break. More with Mark. Then we all have our final hour free for all and your calls coming up. 800-941-SEAN as we continue. All right, a few more moments. We're going to keep Mark. We're going to prevent him from doing his own show prep. Uh, but anyway, Mark Levin, his new book out, American Marxism. It's in bookstores all around the country. Amazon.com, quick delivery. Uh, a link on Hannity.com if you want to go there. Uh, final moments, thoughts from the great one as we continue. 800-941-SEAN, our number. We'll get to your calls right after the uh, final moments with Mark. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Last uh, final moments, the great one, Mark Levin. His new book out, it's called American Marxism. It's a breakthrough, huge, number one bestseller. It's on Amazon.com, bookstores everywhere. We have a link on Hannity.com. Uh, just a, a few more moments with Mark. You know, you and I share the same motives. Not only are we best friends off air, um, I, I, you've been saying this now. This has been a a movement that you've been observing for some time. 
And ever since you wrote Liberty and Tyranny, it, it's that this became a foundational series almost, you know, culminating in this moment where, you, as you point out, rightly so, 59 percent of Americans, there's this, you know, bewildering appeal towards socialism that all of your fears, worries, anxieties are going to be taken away. And the people that can't can't keep your city safe and secure, the people that promised you the moon with Obamacare and didn't fulfill any of those promises, just the opposite, uh, the, the people that squandered, they, they never saved the money and put it in a lockbox for Social Security and Medicare, and they're now insolvent. The same people, now we're going to trust them with every aspect of our life. Now, Mark, there's been many names, many forms, many manifestations of socialism, many of them. I don't care what you call it. You know, Mao, China, uh, the former Soviet Union, you can go through the list of them. The one thing they all have common is they all start out with great promises of false security. And people buy into the narrative and redistribution. And, and it always ends the same way. And that is unfulfilled promises, more poverty, and then it's a matter of calculating how much of your freedom you gave up in the name of this false security. This is America's tipping point. Now, this election in November of 2022, I, I know we've said it with other elections, is, is the most important midterm in our lifetime. And 2024 will be the most important presidential election in our lifetime, which is why I'm pushing hard to make sure we have election integrity laws in every state. Now, I agree with all that, but right now, we're not going to be able to rely on the Republican Party in the Senate. They already betrayed us, and they betrayed us in a big way. And 19 of them are uh, trying to spin. Now, let's fight the $3.5 trillion. They laid the foundation for the $3.5 trillion. Mitch McConnell should resign. Uh, he must have something on somebody, because they can't apparently have no desire to get rid of the guy, but he needs to be removed. No, we have to rely on our communities. we got to show up the school board meetings. We have to go after the teachers' union through their IRS status and FOIA and 14th Amendment litigation. I explained it all in the back of the book with links and groups that can help. We need to show up at shareholder meetings, and we need to be a force in those boardrooms so they think about us and look over our shoulder at us and not just the radical left. We need to go after these college professors and these colleges and universities by using BDS against them, boycotting them, dragging down their resources, defunding them. We need to get smart. We need to steal some of the tactics of the left. We can do all these things. When you read the first six chapters, I explain it all. It's not superficial. It's not surface level. You'll work your way through it, and then you'll get to the end. Mark, what do we do? Mark says what he thinks we need to do. If we think we can rely on an election, or a party to pull us through while well, that election and that party hasn't pulled us through yet. These people, they don't wait for one or the other. They're not mutually exclusive. We've got to fight for our own liberty. Those are our kids they're brainwashing in the classrooms. Those are our kids they're turning one against each other. Those are our streets that are a bloody mess. That's our border that is wide open to anybody who wants to cross, cross the uh, the. Uh, uh, the, the southern border and come into this country. We've been waiting around for the Republicans to do something about it. it. took Trump. And, of course, what did they do? They went after Trump. So we have to take responsibilities for ourselves. This is our generation's calling. Reagan was right about liberty, losing it one generation away. This book will give you the information. It'll give your children the information. It'll give you some of the strategies and tactics. And that's why three-quarters of a million copies have been sold in four weeks. Not because my name's on it. My name's been on other books before. It's called American Marxism, not Marxism, because this is different. It's not allegiance to the Soviet Union or the Communist Party USA. It is an explanation 
on how this, this tyrannical genocidal ideology is swallowing up our culture, swallowing up our politics, and we have to fight it. We have to start using the right names. Bernie Sanders isn't a democratic socialist. He's a Marxist. This so-called squad isn't a squad. They're, they're a Kabbalah Marxist. They hate America. They're anti-Semitic. They wish to overthrow our government. And let me tell you something else, Sean. Even if they get their $3.5 trillion, which is $5.5 trillion, you know what Ed Markey said the other day? Senator from Massachusetts. This is just the beginning, he said. Down payment. I mean, yeah. no to it. Listen, no. I have to run. You know the constraints of time and radio. I know you'll have more on your show. Um, it, this book is a must read. That's all I can say. If you haven't gotten your copy, for all the reasons Mark just laid out and, and more, this is about Reagan did say this country, we're, we're always but one generation away. Freedom is one generation away from extinction. Let it's not, let, this can't time. happen on our watch. American Marxism, Hannity.com, Amazon.com, bookstores everywhere. Uh, there's a reason I call you the great one. It's obvious. Thank you, sir. Great book. You too. Very important time for this country. All right, to our busy phones we go as we say hi to Allison is in California. Hey, Allison, glad you called. Welcome aboard. How's the uh, United Socialist Utopia out there? Oh, it's. It's getting old. Well, yeah, it's getting old and it's it's getting expensive. Um, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I want to see what happens in this recall. I mean, I, yeah. I I finally see a light, a path. It's possible that he could, in fact, be recalled. And you know, uh, yeah. the only thing I don't know, I don't know the voter integrity issues that California likely pay, uh, has because it's a one party state. I always worry about that in any state. Right. Right. Well, I know that at least in my area, I'm in, I'm in a conservative area, so we're really pushing hard to get him out. <laughs> well, I hope you can. So what's going on? What's on your mind today? Yeah, so I wanted to talk about the antibodies. So I got infected with COVID back in November, um, and then I, where we were, which we were fine, um, and then I got pregnant in February, so I'm currently pregnant with my first baby. Um, and so by the way, well, congratulations. Do you know if it's a boy or girl yet? I'm going to have a little girl. Good for you. Oh, that's yeah. great. So... They put me on an immunosuppressive drug, my doctors, because they were worried about miscarriage. I've got a history of that. And I was like, okay, well, I have antibodies. Like, I really don't want to get rid of those. But they said the risk was really high. So I was like, okay, I'll take this drug, whatever. Um, so then after I was done with that drug, I decided to get my antibodies tested. And lo and behold, I had my antibodies. So awesome. Um, and I tested every month since then. I'm in my third trimester, and I tested last week. And my antibody count actually went up. Um, wow. So I... Yeah, it's crazy. So my baby's getting the antibodies now because I'm in third trimester, and I I just want to say how frustrated I am with the media and the government that they're pushing this vaccine so hard, and they're totally ignoring us who have natural immunity. It's it's. Are the, can I ask you? Are they trying to mandate that you get a vaccine in the in the third trimester of your pregnancy, even though you had COVID and you have natural immunity? There, I haven't heard them mandating it, but doctors are pushing. For sure. They Your doctors are pushing you to get it now in the third trimester, even though you have yeah. natural immunity. Yes. Wow. I, 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 I mean, I don't know what to say. I'm not a doctor, so this is this is a little out of my realm. I have you spoken to other medical professionals? Um, not directly about this. Um, I've talked to, you know, other pregnant moms and they're all kind of like, what do we do? Like, we don't know what we're supposed to, you know, because there's not a lot of information about being pregnant and having the vaccine. And There, there have been cases suffering. where the, the, there's been a connection to, um, 
people, again, rare cases, but I don't want to ignore them because I have read about them. Uh, I've read about rare cases where people, uh, women that are pregnant, getting the vaccine and it having a, a negative reaction. Um, right. This is something, if you've got natural immunity and your pregnancy is going well, I, I'm not sure why they would try to push you into getting the vaccine at this point. And I, I think you really need to have a long sit down with your doctor. And I think you also probably need, I would I would highly recommend you bring in other doctors that work in in, you know, that, uh, that are work OBGYN and I bring them in and, and get their opinion on it. I got to believe that they're probably are mixed views on this. Right. Well, I, 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 but I don't know what to tell I, you. I mean, that, that, that's way out of my, my wheelhouse. Yeah, I don't know either. I just know that I, I don't want to get vaccinated while I'm pregnant because I just don't know what will happen. And I have, because of my history, it's not worth it to find out. You know what I mean? Um, well, if they're I, not I, telling you right now that it's mandatory, why don't you just leave it as it is and then do your research, yeah. continue the research you've been doing. And and I would I would reach out to people uh, in that specific area of medicine and, and get their best professional opinion. And I get the opinion of people that agree and disagree. And, and then you're going to have to make up your own mind. My instinctively, though, I'm thinking if you still have your regular antibodies on top of your t-cell antibodies i would think that that should cover you through your pregnancy at this point yeah and then if you choose to get the vaccine after the after your baby's born that that's going to be between you and your doctor then right well and it's like it's been nine months since i've had covid and i've got the antibodies and there's more and more studies coming out that are showing like antibodies are lasting much longer than previously. i know people that have had that have the antibodies in their blood a year after Right. Yeah. So let me ask you, is there um, it doesn't sound like they're mad. They're just talking about it. I mean, have you had a long, serious sit down conversation with your doctor? Um, I haven't yet. She basically was like, well, we really encourage all of our women to get that. Um, but it's your choice. We're not going to force you. But we really are pushing for that. And I'm like, OK, well, so, um, I, so I, well, I, I listen. I, OK, at least he's giving you the choice. Right. I, yeah. that, that part, at least I like. Now, what I would recommend is I'd get as many professional opinions as you possibly can, and I'd take that decision very, very seriously. It's great that your doctor's giving you the choice. Now I would get to the professionals, other people, maybe those that really have dealt with a lot of these cases, and talk to as yeah. many people as you possibly can. You, you're, you're obviously intelligent, smart, well-educated, and, and you'll come to the right decision for you. Thank you. Okay, it. and and hang in there. Listen, my gut tells me if you have natural immunity right now, you're pretty good. And I, again, I'm I'm trying to lean on the science that I've read, and that is the Cleveland Clinic. That if you right. have natural immunity, they're saying that you don't need any of the vaccines. Now, pregnancy that that's not dealt with specifically in this study. So you know, obviously, that's a factor that that has to be considered separate and apart. Right. Yeah. So All thank right. You so much. I, I, I wish you luck. We'll be praying for you and your baby. And it's a great time in your life. And congratulations on the baby. And we'll pray that everything comes out right. Well, comes out perfect for you. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Hang in there, Linda. I, I that, that's a hard one for me. I'm not a doctor. I certainly don't understand a whole lot. But my my niece. I'm going to call her tonight. This is what she does for a living. And uh, I'm dying to get her opinion on it. I'm going to write her now and see if I can get an answer. You know, I thought um, your answer to that woman was actually super thoughtful because one of the biggest problems is 
you know, this is an EUA treatment. This is an emergency use authorization treatment. So why would we put anything that is not passed by the FDA yet into an unborn child and their, I mean, we don't do anything with pregnant women. I don't know why this would be the exception to that rule. My biggest problem with everything that all these people that are giving out the medical advice and it's they're giving out one size fits all medicine. Everybody must have a vaccine passport. I'm like, well, not everybody is the doctor is recommending they get it. There are rare conditions that cause doctors to recommend not getting the vaccine. I know because I've interviewed people, you know, it drives me insane that nurses frontline pandemic nurses and medical professionals that got covid because they put themselves in harm's way every day that have natural immunity are now being fired if they don't get the vaccine and the signs of the cleveland clinic is being completely ignored i mean it's it's there's no such thing as cookie cutter one size fits all medicine the reason i have been so hesitant and refused to go along with the pressure campaign that has been put upon me at times and you know what it's been like to tell people what to do is I don't know anything about one's unique medical history, their current medical condition. That That is not a small factor. I'm not I'm, I'm not an OBGYN doctor. I don't deliver babies. This this woman has natural immunity. OK, she recovered. Uh, her antibody levels are still there. And we're not even discussing the antibody antibodies known as T-cell antibodies that wouldn't show up in the blood test. So she seems pretty well protected based on the Cleveland Clinic. As it relates to pregnancy, that's just out of my, that's out of my wheelhouse. Exactly um, right. And you know what? That's something you've said the whole time. I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to tell you what to do or what to take. Go do your own research. Yeah. Now, now some of my friends, because they know I've interviewed all of these doctors, they ask me the ones that I, I trust. And the ones that I believe in, and I tell them, you know, if my my family asked me, I tell them directly what I think. People that I know and trust, I tell directly. You've asked my opinion, I've told you directly. I'm not doing it to strangers, I just, I'm not in that position. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Oh, please, Taliban, please don't hurt our embassy as you now take over Afghanistan again, because we left you all our military equipment. We'll update that. We have uh, Rick Perry, Mike Pompeo, uh, investigative reports, Miranda Devine, Leo 2.0, Terrell, and much more. Set your DVR, Hannity, 9 Eastern on Fox. We'll see you tonight. We'll be back here tomorrow. Thank you for being with us. We know we never forget you make this show possible. Thank you.